Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. The clock is ticking on our current tax rates. So what moves should you think about making to help take advantage of low tax rates before they're gone? Find out today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And I am Jen Rizak alongside. We are so glad you're here with us today. And Philip, we're going to be talking a little bit about taxes to start off this morning. So I hope all is well with you and that you are ready to roll with it. Hey, I am. <laughs> and, and taxes, you know, who would have thought that that's uh, the time of year that we're all in right now, right? Is taxes and yeah. more taxes. And, and we're going to talk about some things that are really important today, Jim, when we start thinking about our tax rates right. and what tax rates are going to do and how that's going to impact folks. It is really an important topic. Yeah. And you know, you know the phrase, Philip, time flies when you're having fun. Time just keeps slipping away. And I remember doing shows with you and asking you about the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017, the Trump tax cuts. I remember talking about that with you on this show when it first all rolled out. And we talked about how all the way at the end of 2025 is when these tax rates expire. And now it's already been like, what, like six years? since all that happened and now it's it's hard to believe isn't it it seems like just uh uh, yesterday we got those tax cuts and you know (laughs) and then covid kind of came through and just kind of messed everything up right in terms of of time thinking of time right that's part of the time Um, warp (laughs) exactly so but it is you know we we have you know not even four full years left before we lose this existing tax cuts that we have right now and so uh, folks need to take advantage of what they have right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's one of those things where I'm sure we've all experienced this, you know, as parents or Philip even as grandparents, just how quickly time goes by. And here, here we are really getting closer and closer to the expiration of these current tax rates. So it's really something to be mindful of. With that in mind, Philip, what kind of questions do people have about taxes impacting their retirement? Or, or what kind of questions are you hearing right now from people who are watching this and who are maybe a little bit concerned about it. You know, Jed, I wish I could say that I get questions. Oh, really? But you taxes don't? When it comes to retirement. Um, and, and I think that's a that's an issue. And that's one of the things that we do when we do our educational workshops. We really talk a lot about the impact of taxes on retirement. And and I then I get some questions and then I get concerns. But, but and I think that's part of the problem is that folks don't realize the impact that taxes have on their retirement. And so they're just floating through thinking, okay, you know, retirement's coming. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't think taxes are going to be a big deal. But in fact, taxes can be a very big deal when it comes to retirement. As a matter of fact, they can be very impactful and and take away uh, from what you've saved so hard for. Right. And it doesn't have to be. There's some planning techniques that can be taking place now to help guide you through that whole tax situation in retirement. 
So let's talk a little bit about, Philip, how are you talking to people about the possibility of taxes in the future and then some of that planning that can be done? Because we often think about taxes here during tax season where we're thinking, oh, gosh, I've got to meet the deadlines and get everything filed and figure out how big that check has to be to the IRS. But we can be more proactive and do do more about that in retirement, right? Yeah, we really can. And, and that's the deal is that, you know, you said, you know, the possibility of taxes going up. And I don't think it's a possibility. I think it's 100 percent sure. It's thing, certainty. You know, sure. because we know that in 2025, that the Trump tax law sunsets. And so in 2026, we automatically get a tax increase. And I don't think Congress is going to do anything to reverse that. Um, I think it's going to do its deal. And and. And we will be fortunate if that's the only tax increase we get. And I don't think it will be. I think that based on inflation and taxes, I mean, and interest rates going up, um, our country doesn't have much of a choice but to raise taxes in order to fund our our government and to pay the debt that we owe, which which keeps growing exponentially, um, which is scary in itself. So, So we have this big conversation now about taxes. And what can we be doing now mm-hmm. to be helping in that whole process of reducing taxes in retirement? What can we do to get folks in a situation where they can t- retire and basically retire tax-free from that point forward? Now, not everybody can do that, but we sure are trying to help everybody that we come across figure out what that looks like for them. Mm-hmm. And, and be as proactive and planning centric as we can be to make that happen. And that's really part of our core retirement design, Jen, is to right. help people, you know, design that retirement. But but taxes is a big deal of it. We talk about risk, when we talk about taxes, we talk about income. Those are kind of the three main pillars when it comes to retirement. And look, folks, you know, you may have risk under control. You may have your whole income taken care of, though not many people actually do. But taxes is something that it does take some planning. It's not something that can be done today and take effect tomorrow. It's something that you've got to put together a plan. That plan may take three years. That plan may be a five-year plan. That may be an eight-year plan. Wow. You, you uh-huh. know, But it's a plan that you have to put in place now to help navigate through that. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 and let's get your plan together so that you can navigate those taxes in retirement and pay the least amount of taxes possible. That's 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. Philip, let's let's keep talking a little bit about on taxes. Just talk about what's different for how we pay taxes in retirement compared to how we pay taxes during our working years. I mean, I know in, in, you know, you have different levels of income and in some states, uh, you are so fortunate to not have that state income tax. We still have to deal with the federal income tax, though. So talk a little bit about how that changes once we get to retirement and we're not having it withheld from that paycheck like we were used to. Well, I think that's probably the biggest difference, Jen, is that, you you know, when you were working, um, you had that tax taken out of your paycheck. And so at the end of the year, you got that W-2 and said, hey, look, I paid in X number of taxes. And if you were if you did it really well, you would either owe 100 bucks or get 100 bucks back. I mean, that real close level. That was perfect. Right. Um, Well, 
and you do have some opportunity for that now because most folks are going to have an IRA and that IRA is what is going to be probably their main source of income in retirement, that and social security. And so they're going to be taking it from their 401k or their IRA. And you can have taxes withheld from that IRA, but you have to tell them, I want 10% or I want 15% or I want 20%, whatever that number is, you have to tell the institution, this is what I want withheld. Right. You know, they don't just automatically do it. And so I think that's probably a big difference is that you need to know um, how much to have them take out so that you don't have to write a big check at the end of the year. Right. And and then get subject to that whole have to pay estimated taxes every quarter. And nobody likes to do that. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. That's just one of those adjustments that's a little bit different as we get into retirement. And let's talk about the different sources of income that we might have in retirement and how those different things are taxed. Because depending on how we saved for retirement and, and what kinds of things we put that money in, that's going to have an impact on, on our tax situation in retirement, right? Yeah, it will. Definitely will. So let's talk about some of the simple ones first. Okay. You know, you get a pension, that's going to be taxed just like your paycheck, right? I mean, it's... it's Same level. Okay. Same level. You've never paid tax on that money before. It's going to be subject to your ordinary income tax rates. Kind of the same thing when it comes to IRAs and 401ks, except mm-hmm. for you could have a Roth IRA, which if you have a Roth IRA, then whatever you pull out of there is, guess what? Zero. Nice. Zero taxes. We all like the sound of that, don't we? That's right. However, if your regular traditional IRA, well, it's money you've never paid tax on. So when you pull money out of that, you're going to have to pay tax at your ordinary tax rate. Uh Okay. And so annuities, if you have an annuity that is a non-retirement annuity, not an IRA, well, the money you put into that annuity is money you already paid tax on. So you just have to pay tax on the earnings you pull out of there. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, unfortunately, you have to take the earnings out first. Okay. And pay taxes on those at the ordinary rate. Okay. Um, capital gains and dividends, just like when you're working, they get preferential treatment. So your long-term capital gains get taxed at that long-term capital gains rate. Dividends, if you have qualified dividends, they get taxed just like capital gains. So that's good news as well. If you have the right uh, dividend-paying stocks in your portfolio, you can benefit from that. And I see people all the time that they don't have the right. They have a mutual fund instead of having individual stocks. And sometimes that mutual fund has more non-qualified dividends than qualified dividends. So that's another area that you can look and be a little bit more proactive when it comes to your taxes. But, but folks, we want to get our tax rate down to zero. The one I didn't talk about was Social Security. And Social Security, right. people think, well, I don't have to pay tax on Social Security. Sure. Eh, you're wrong. Not right. Yikes. Not right. If you have any other income out there, then your Social Security could be subject to tax. And the problem is it's not some easy calculation. Mm-hmm. Right. They had to make this one a little bit more difficult. <laughs> so, of course, I tell people, look, in a rough idea, you can play between zero and 85 percent of your Social Security can be taxable. Wow. OK. It all depends. And so, you know, I don't want to try to, you know, I almost need a whiteboard to draw it out for folks <laughs> to understand right. how much of their Social Security ends up being taxable. But just know that your Social Security for most of the folks that I see out there 
it is not a tax-free income. Some part of it ends up being taxable. Wow. Wow. So important that we know that. And that's just another one of those areas, Philip, where we might make assumptions and then we're making decisions based on assumptions that aren't right. This is why it's important to get guidance from someone who does this all the time and can help us uh, make make some smarter moves, especially when it comes to being tax efficient. Um, and, and that's what you're all about. And again, Philip, uh, like I said earlier, we know that the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act will expire at the start of 2026. So the reality is today's federal income tax rates could be the lowest you'll see for the rest of your life. It's really not a matter of if, but when taxes will go up. And Philip, this is why we need to talk about planning right now. It is exactly why we need to. And unfortunately, um, a lot of folks out there in this industry will say, well, you know what, we can't we can't give you any advice when it comes to taxes because we're, we're just not allowed to. That's not something we do. Right. And, and that's kind of the difference between being somebody that's independent versus somebody that has to have a you know somebody else they work for that says hey you can't do that uh, because we do we 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 advise folks on here's some things that you can do when it comes to taxes mm-hmm. um, and, and so here's the the bottom line is that I know that just about everybody out there can be a little bit more tax efficient when it comes to the tax to their uh, retirement money when it comes to that you know i want to help you understand the potential tax impact that you have with what you save for retirement i want to help you learn ways to reduce and and hopefully uh, even eliminate taxes in retirement and then create some income strategies so that your retirement income lasts as long as you need it to last folks listen If you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement, give me a call at 863-285-3815 and let's schedule your no obligation 30-minute phone consultation where you can ask me whatever questions you have about your retirement planning, your what accounts you have, all those things. 30 minutes, no obligation. The number to call to get on my schedule is 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 285-3815. Don't pass up the opportunity while taxes are still low. That number again, 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. In times of volatility, the only wrong move is not making one. Call Philip and the team at Stadler Financial Services today and find out where you currently stand with your portfolio. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Philip Statler at Statler Financial often talks about the difference between retirement savings and retirement income. It isn't necessarily how much money you've saved that's most important. It's having a steady stream of income in retirement no matter how long you live. Philip has strategies that can help you create consistent monthly income for the rest of your life. He can help you make important decisions today so you can have the income you need in retirement. Having a big nest egg is great, but how will it provide you with income you need for as long as you live? Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial to find out, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Turn your portfolio into a plan with help from Philip today, 863-285-3815. 
Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Inflation is something that has to be dealt with. We need to plan for it. We've adjusted our income periodically to help take into account that we're going to have some inflation. And then if we don't, hey, that's just additional funding we can use for something else. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rizak. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Philip, millions of Americans' money is in something like a traditional IRA. In fact, the total value of all of those accounts in 2020 was more than $19 trillion nationally. A lot of money in these types of accounts, right? There is a lot of money there. A lot of money. So, you know, and that's, and it's, it's easier that way, right? Because a yep. lot of people have 401ks. And so they're able to build up that savings. And if it's not a 401k, it's a 403b or some deferred comp. There's a lot of different retirement accounts out there that they've been able to put money into. Now, so you've already made the right decision, folks. You've made the right decision. You're putting money away uh, and to save for your retirement. And, and that's the right choice. Mm-hmm. But I want to help you learn about all the other decisions you need to make when it comes to taking money out of your retirement accounts. Right. You know, you've done a good job of putting money in. The secret is how do you get it out most effectively and pay the least amount of taxes on it? And that's mm-hmm. that's the trick, Jen. Yeah, that that is a really good point there. And as we get into some of these options for your accounts, that's what you have to understand. The type of the 401k or IRA, the type of account you have, Philip, that really matters when it comes to how your retirement income will be taxed. This is not something that we can afford to overlook, right? Absolutely not. You need to understand how those plans work in terms of pre-tax and after-tax money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of folks, they just, they're putting money in a 401k and they don't know, is it going into a a pre-tax or an after-tax, right? The pre-tax is like a traditional IRA. You have, you've never paid tax on that money. So when you pull money out of it, you're going to you're gonna have to pay some tax. If you've, if you've already paid tax on that money, after-tax money, there's a lot of 401ks that have Roth provisions in them, like a Roth IRA. And so, hey, if you've got a Roth provision and you're in a lower tax bracket, that that may be what you need to be doing. So, so pre-tax accounts are are pretty much your 401ks, though some of them now actually do have some Roth provisions within them that you can make that election to use. Traditional IRAs, 403bs, which in 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 my lifetime I've only seen one Roth 403b. You don't huh. see those very okay. often, and it's got to be a real specialized deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 457s, which are deferred comp plans, are all tax-deferred pre-tax accounts. Post-tax are going to be your Roth IRAs, and that's that's pretty easy, and your Roth provisions within your 401ks. So with your 401k or your IRA, you need to know the rules for taking money out of those accounts. Not only do we need to understand how they will be taxed, but Philip, what do we need to know about what we call required minimum distributions? That's when we have to start taking money out. What, what's a real high level thing we need to know about? So let's talk about required minimum distributions. Yep. So first, let's let's use let's talk about the acronym, right? Because that's what people need to understand is when somebody says your RMD, that is 
the acronym for your required minimum distribution. Yeah, that's what you'll see that mm -hmm. more often than not. Hey, have you taken your RMD? And people will look at me like I've got three, <laughs> you know, three eyeballs. What the heck is um, that? Yeah, what is that? But that, it's easy, right? The, your required minimum distribution is your RMD. So a couple of things to realize is that there's been some changes with the Secure Act that was passed back in the end of, of 2019. And one of the changes was that now the required minimum distribution, that RMD, now you get to take it at 72 instead of 70 and a half. Hmm. So, so that's a big deal, right? So it pushes it out a year and a half further down the road than, than what you had to before. And so, so you need to know that. The other thing you need to know is that RMDs do not apply to Roth IRA. So if you have a Roth IRA, guess what? You don't have to take any money out of it if you don't mm. want to. Okay. Government doesn't care. You've already right. paid tax on that money, right? So they don't, they don't care. You also, you know, your 401ks are subject to RMDs. Mm -hmm. The only exemption there is, is if you are over 72, still working for your current employer whose 401k that you're contributing oh, to, okay. you don't have to take any money out of it as long as you're working. Okay. But if you stop working in June, guess what? You have to take an RMD out of that account if you're over 72. Okay. So so if you are still, because you would still be in that phase of contributing to it if you're still working. So that's why exactly. they can't force you to start taking money out. Okay. Yep. yep. But again, so that's the case. But again, this, this is where things start to get a little bit complicated and really important for us to have somebody who can help us make sure that we understand the rules. So Philip, just talk real quickly about what your process looks like for helping us analyze what's going on with our money and what are some options that we need to consider? Tell me what your process is like. So, so when we look at when we look at the first thing we want to just have a have a thirty minute phone call with somebody, mm -hmm. right? We want to understand what their big concerns are, where they are, and, and we want to make sure that we've got a plan in place that's going to help them. If if not, then I want to point them in the right direction to make sure they get the help they need, and they're going to be going down the right path. I, you know, if I can't help them, I want to make sure I give them enough and point them in the right direction where they can get the help they need. That's mm -hmm. number one. Number two is we want to walk through and, and put together ultimately an income plan for them. We want to start out by making sure that, that they don't have too much risk in their portfolio. We want to make sure that, that we have a plan in place for taking money out of their, their retirement accounts in the most effective and tax efficient way as possible. You know, that's why we developed our core retirement design. And uh, and you can give us a call to schedule that 30 minute phone consultation. It's, it's that easy, Jen, just give us a call at 863-285-3815 and tell the receptionist, hey, I wanna schedule a 30 minute consultation with Philip. It's, it's that simple, we'll reach out, we'll give you a call and we'll have a conversation about where you are and where you're trying to get to. That number again, 863-285-3815 for that quick conversation. There's a lot you can uncover there. Talking today about 401k and IRA decisions. There's a couple more things I want to make sure that we get to, Philip, before our next break. Um, when we're talking about taking money out of our accounts, there are taxes that can apply when we are withdrawing income, which we've spent some time talking about here. Also, there are penalties that can apply if we don't follow the rules. And this is a really big deal. What do we need to know as a retiree about the penalties with those required minimum distributions if you don't do this the right way? 
Absolutely, Jen. That that is so true. They are substantial penalties, and I'm I'm gonna talk about before I get the RMD one. I want to talk about the early retiree one. Oh, okay. Sure. So 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 look, if you're not 59 and a half, because there's folks that retire at 55, right? Sure. And 57. Well, if you're not 59 and a half, then you can't start taking money out of your IRA without paying a 10 percent penalty for early withdrawal. There are some caveats for 401ks. If you if you Play by some specific rules, you might have access to that money, but uh, but your IRAs you don't have access to until you hit that fifty nine and a half. So that's a ten percent penalty if you take money out of your IRA uh, prior to that. Wow. Now the RMD. Let's say that you're seventy two and you forgot to take your RMD. Well, that can be a problem because if you don't take your requirement distribution. There is a 50% penalty mm. that the IRS assesses for that missed RMD. So Boy. let's say you're supposed to make a $1,000 RMD, required minimum distribution that year, and you didn't do it. The IRS can come back and charge you $500 penalty for not taking it out, and you still have to take it out the next year and pay tax on it. Holy moly. So it's kind of a double whammy there, Jen. <laughs> yeah. And and as it turns out, Philip, even death is an <laughs> excuse That's to right. skip no, this, not right? That's right. Hey, even if you, you die, yeah. somebody's got to take that R&D out. Yeah. So if you inherit that, so this is, I mean, obviously, if you're the one who dies, it doesn't matter to you. But if you inherit that IRA from a non-spouse, from a parent, then it's on you to make sure that's been taken by December 31st of the year that the death occurs. So it's not like, oh, you know, mom died and now we don't have to worry about this anymore. No, somebody still has to do that. You're right. You're absolutely right. And get this. I mean, we talk about the SECURE Act and they're actually, um, you know, earlier in the year, we spent some time with Ed Slot and he went through there's new proposed regs out there when it oh. comes to beneficiary IRAs, IRAs that you inherit from non-spouses. Mm-hmm. And uh, those rules have changed substantially. So if you're not you know, working with Wait. somebody that understands those and is on top of all those new IRA rules, that can be a problem, especially if you just inherited somebody's IRA. Right. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, it, it's a big change that just came through the pipeline that people need to be aware of. And this is why it's so important to talk about having some of these difficult conversations ahead of time, because, Philip, if if you are the person who inherits an IRA because uh, you're the beneficiary from somebody who passed away, you're going to be dealing with the emotions of that loss and that death. And I feel pretty confident in saying I can guarantee the last thing you want to be thinking about is messing with RMDs and, and thinking about getting this right, you know, because you're dealing with your own grief. And this is why we talk about getting this done ahead of time. If you're the person who owns this and you're leaving it to somebody do the planning that you need to do so that way they're not scrambling to react to this. You want to make sure things are set up. Um, because again, Philip, when we talk about these RMDs, Forbes says required minimum distributions. They can trigger the highest penalty in the tax code if you don't follow the rules. You do not want these steep penalties and potentially higher taxes swiping away at your retirement savings, leaving you with just a fraction of the money that you were counting on for your retirement. You're absolutely right. You know, if you were make a little mistake with your required minimum distribution from your IRA or your other retirement accounts, the penalty for not taking that full amount of your RMD is 50% of the amount that you should have taken, in addition to the income taxes on that distribution. Now, listen, I want to help you understand some things. Number one, timing of your RMD, because 
they could potentially push you into a higher tax bracket. They could trigger higher taxes on your Social Security benefits. And get this, they can cause higher Medicare premium surtax down the road. Imagine how fast your savings could shrink if you rack up those steep penalties along with taking regular withdrawals and paying taxes. So listen, for folks today, if you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement, give us a call at 863-285-3815 and let's schedule a 30-minute call to make sure that you're doing things the right way and on the right track for the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. I want to help make sure that you have the retirement you always dreamed of by walking through our core retirement design. Again, all you have to do is give us a call, 863-285-3815, and schedule your 30-minute phone call. It's that simple, folks. Don't leave it to chance. Whether it's a 401k or an IRA that you have for retirement, one thing is certain, you cannot treat that retirement account like an ATM. Spending down your savings too quickly and running out of money is an option that you just cannot afford. We'll talk about that on the other side of the break. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Philip Statler at Statler Financial often talks about the difference between retirement savings and retirement income. It isn't necessarily how much money you've saved that's most important. It's having a steady stream of income in retirement no matter how long you live. Philip has strategies that can help you create consistent monthly income for the rest of your life. He can help you make important decisions today so you can have the income you need in retirement. Having a big nest egg is great, but how will it provide you with income you need for as long as you live? Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial to find out, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Turn your portfolio into a plan with help from Philip today, 863-285-3815. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. When you're not working, you're retired, your income is your income, right? It's your social security, your pension, and whatever you take out of your account. But I still feel like you need to have a bucket of emergency money. Time to retire right. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Check him out online at statlerfinancial.com. Or as we get back into it, if you hear something you want to get some answers on, 863-285-3815 is how you can have that conversation with Philip today. That's 863 863- 285-3815. Talking today about 401k and IRA decisions and whether it is a 401k or an IRA that you have for retirement, one thing is certain, you cannot treat this account like a big old ATM where you just go grab cash whenever you need it. So, Philip, give me some strategies that you recommend here. Unfortunately, Jen, I've seen people think they can do that. Oh, boy. And it has bitten them uh, pretty bad. Uh, when it comes tax time, right? So one of the things that you look at is is you need to have a strategy for withdrawing that money from those accounts, mm-hmm. definitely. 
don't just start accessing money and, and taking it out just whenever you want to. Willy nilly, I think is the technical term. That's right. <laughs> so we want to have a distribution strategy in place and there's uh, several that you can use, right? So one would be a, take a fixed dollar amount out, whether that's every year, every month, um, every quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, I, I know when we look at that, and, and that's kind of where we look at uh, starting with is is a fixed dollar amount that we adjust for inflation periodically. Um, and, and that usually works the best because, and a monthly distribution, I think, works the best because people are used to getting that paycheck every month, right? It comes mm-hmm. in, their pension comes in every month, their social security comes in every month. Hey, here's one more distribution comes in every month to pay their bills with. So that's the the fixed dollar withdrawal. You pick out what you need within reason, right? That's why you need to have the income plan to make sure that you don't take out too much at one time, because that can be devastating to your total retirement plan. So the other one that you can use is limit withdrawals uh, to just the income that your portfolio produces, right? Okay. You're just going to take the income out. You're not going to take any principal out, which that gives you some fluctuations, right? Because your income could be down one month and up the next month, um, you know, because a lot of times if you have a stock portfolio, well, everybody pays dividends at, at a different point in time. So, so one company's quarter is not another company's quarter. So mm-hmm. that could be, you know, you know, it does gives you an uneven stream of income there. So, but, but it's an option and people do that. They'll just take the dividends off their portfolio and that's, that's the income they use. The other thing you have to be careful on that one though, is that you may not take enough. If you're having to take RMDs, that may not give you enough to cover your RMD. So you have to make sure you, you run oh, those calculations. Okay. Yeah. The other is you create some kind of income floor. So, um, you know, you, you look at your, your accounts and decide at what point do you, does your income kind of floor out? This is a minimum I need and that's my, my income floor. And then, hey, everything else is going to get reinvested. Bucket your money. That's, that's one of our favorites is to, to kind of bucket it. And, um, and we'll create buckets, emergency bucket income buckets and then growth buckets, right? So so we know we're going to take money out of the income bucket. And that way, it's going to last for our lifetime. Another one, well, let's go back to buckets just a minute because uh, people, when they look at buckets, sometimes misunderstand. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's important that because people aren't working anymore, they have a hard time figuring out, okay, what's my emergency money? Because, you know, you always sure. tell people, hey, keep six months of your income, right? Right. right. So if you get laid off, you, you got that income. Well, you're working, that's fine. But when you're not working, you're retired. Well, your income is your income, right? It's your social security, your pension, and whatever you take out of your account. So, but I still feel like you need to have a bucket of emergency money, okay. right? So, okay. so we'll tell our clients, look, you need to have twenty to $50,000, depending upon your comfort level, sitting there for emergencies, you know, you know, you, uh, appliances go out or you need a new roof or, you know, something that's major. Granted, a new roof, most likely insurance is going to cover, but they may not cover it today. Mm-hmm. Right. We need to get it paid for. So that's uh, the things we look at there. Another option that a lot of folks use, um, especially if they have a pension and they don't need any additional money out of their retirement accounts, is they'll just take the minimum RMD. Right. They want to minimize what they have to take out. They're only going to take their RMD out. They'll work on other ways to help reduce their taxable income in, in order to do that. The last one I want to cover, and, and we and we do this when we do our income planning specifically, is what account sequences do we use to minimize taxes? So 
if you have a Roth IRA, hey, we want to mix that into the blend so we're not paying tax on all the money we take out. You have a non-qualified account, we want to mix that into the blend to make sure that, that we reduce taxes as much as possible when we're taking money out of that income plan. So, you know, those are kind of the areas that you need to look at and some distribution uh, strategies that are out there. And I'm sure that the other folks have created their own type of, of distribution strategy out there. But I would just caution you that it needs to be something that mathematically it's going to last your lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's the number one concern I always have. And then make sure that there's some buildup in there to help cover inflation. So as we are developing that strategy for taking money out of these accounts, how do we figure out how much income we'll need those different accounts to generate in the first place? Well, it goes back to budgeting, which Uh nobody likes to talk about. No, it's the worst. (laughs) So, and and that's why we developed the income plan, because that's going to help us determine where the money's going to come from. You know, so we look at how much are we going to get from Social Security? How much are we going to get from pensions? And then what's the shortfall? Hey, look, if your budget says I need, you know, $5,000 a month, then, then, okay, how much is Mr. and Mrs. Social Security going to be? Mm-hmm. Do we have a pension that's going to help contribute that 60000 And then ultimately you have a shortfall. What is that shortfall that I need to make up? And that's what we're going to solve for. A good rule of thumb, and I think we've talked about this in an earlier show, is that the 4% rule, mm-hmm. especially in the volatility we're seeing now, you need to throw it out the window because that's probably too much right now. Mm-hmm. You need to look at maybe a, a, a 2.8, 3.2% withdrawal rate. If you're having to take out more than that to meet your expenses, then there's a chance that you could run out of money before you run out of life. And we don't want that to happen to anybody. Jen, that's why we developed our core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. And so part of our process is a 30-minute no obligation, free phone call, uh, 30 minutes of our time to, to ask us questions that you may have, to, to see where you're headed, to make sure you're on the right path, and, and to give you some recommendations to make sure that, that you are on that right path. It's, it's that simple. All you have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement phone call. That's all you have to do. It's that simple. And we'll answer your questions and help make sure you're on the right track for retirement. Now, Philip, as we talk about 401k and IRA decisions, some people might want to take that traditional account, that traditional IRA or 401k, which is tax deferred, and do a conversion, convert that into a Roth account so then they can have tax-free withdrawals later. So talk a little bit about that strategy. Is this something that a lot of people do and what do we need to know about it? So I'm going to lay out a couple things here, Jen, because it is a topic of discussion that we have with our clients Mm -hmm. uh, and and prospective clients that we talk to. Uh, Because one of the things that I have seen um, in the years that I've been doing this is that folks waste tax brackets. And I don't want to see anybody waste a tax bracket. So, So that's what we try to do is, hey, if you're paying zero taxes, that's a problem, especially if you're sitting on an IRA. Let's convert some of that IRA and let's use that tax bracket to maximize your retirement benefits. And so uh, part of our strategy within our core retirement design is to figure out, does a Roth conversion make sense for you? And let's be honest, it does not make sense for everybody. Hmm. 
a matter of fact, there's a lot of folks that it's, you know, if they did it, it's going to push them into a 22 or 24% tax bracket. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and so you have to think twice before doing that. It, it doesn't always make sense, but you don't know whether or not it makes sense for you if you don't run the numbers. Hmm. And so that's part of our core retirement analysis is to analyze that for folks to make sure that it's in the right boat, that you're that you're doing the right thing, because it does cause you to pay some taxes. It can also do some other things. It can help uh, cause you to, to lose some tax deductions and tax credits. It can cause you to pay more tax on your Social Security. And the biggest thing that I've seen people get hit with that they didn't expect was they get hit with higher Medicare premiums. Wow. And the issue is it takes two years or so for that to catch up with you. And you forgot why you're getting hit with it now. Right. <laughs> right. So, but, but it is still something that everyone needs to look at and they need to run the results by their uh, qualified tax advisor to make sure they're doing the right thing when it comes to their IRA, Jen. So bottom line, it's important that we have an income strategy for our retirement. I think you've made that pretty clear. When is the best time to get with a trusted financial partner to make that happen and to take a look at at some of the decisions we're thinking about making? Maybe we, we think we want to do a Roth conversion, but we need somebody to look over this and help us understand all the the, the details that maybe we might be missing. Well, you know, it's kind of like tra- it's like planning for vacation, right? The earlier you start, the better you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what does that look like for folks? Look, it's it's never too early. Ideally, ideally, you want to start probably uh, five years before you're going to retire is is kind of the the sweet spot, but you can start 10 years before. So if you're in your late 50s, it makes sense if you're going to work till 65 or 67. It makes sense in your late 50s to go ahead and start looking at putting together an initial plan to make sure you're on track for your retirement. So how much should you save for retirement? Where do you save it? How do you make sure it will last after you leave your job for good? Philip, those are some of the questions you probably have if you're getting close to retirement. You know, Jen, savings is a good start. A good start to get ready for the next chapter in your life. But you need to do more than just save. You need to have that income strategy for after you stop earning that regular paycheck. You know, when you don't have money coming in, you need to have a plan for how it goes out. If you're listening to me right now and you don't have an income strategy, folks, I invite you to give us a call. Let us help you see where you're at right now. Talk about budgets. We'll talk about, you know, risks to your portfolio, risks risks that may threaten your retirement when it comes to stock market volatility, inflation that we're seeing right now, Um, you know, tax increases coming down the road. These are all things that can eat into your retirement. And and we can have a a conversation about that in that 30-minute phone call that we'll happily provide you. Learn about different options for generating income in retirement and and make sure that your standard of living in retirement uh, stays where it is, even with the rising cost. Folks, this phone call is absolutely complimentary. No cost, no obligation. I'm giving you 30 minutes of our time just to make sure you are on the right path. If you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement, give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your no-obligation core retirement phone call. It's that simple, folks. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. Don't let this chance get away, especially if you're five years or less away from retirement. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. 
We'll be back. Do you have a retirement plan but would like a second opinion? Call Philip Statler today, 863-285-3815. Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Sounds like the mailman's here. It's time to answer questions from the Statler Financial Mailbag. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Philip Statler. He's president and CEO of Statler Financial Services right here in Sebring. Every week he gets questions about all things retirement, so we're going to take a little time here in this part of the show, open up our Statler Financial Mailbag, and go over some common retirement questions. So, Philip, our first question is from Jill, and Jill writes that she and her husband are getting a divorce after being married for almost 30 years. She's been working outside of the home for the last five years, so she's got some work friends and and a little income of her own, but she feels like she's just starting over, and she doesn't even know the questions to ask first. She wants to know some of the things she should think about now that she's planning for her own future. Well, that's a tough question, Jill. You know, you need to know, number one, if you're working, if you have a 401k plan, then we need to be making sure that we're making some contributions to that 401k plan. Now, obviously, I'm not an attorney, but an area that you need to at least ask your attorney about is if your spouse has some retirement accounts, can you have access to some of that? right? Can you roll some of that into your IRA? Um, That's an area because that may be after 30 years of marriage, that may be one of the bigger financial assets that you have is going to be his retirement accounts. So we want to look at that and see if there may be something there that you can grasp and, and, and at least help you get started in the right direction and have some assets there to fall back on. But again, if you have a 401k, let's make sure that we're contributing at least enough to get the full match on that part. Um, If there's not a 401k, you know, try to develop some kind of savings plan where you're putting money into a Roth IRA because you'd rather pay the tax now in the low tax environment we're in versus later when we may be in a higher tax environment. Um, Those are probably a couple of things that I would look at right now. 
Good questions there, Jill. And that, that really has become uh, more of a, an issue that retirement planners like you are dealing with now. I, I know um, those divorce rates among uh, people who are getting close to retirement and who are in retirement has really gone up. And there's some big financial ramifications. So just, um, <laughs> Jill, you're certainly not the only one who's going through this. So those are some good questions there. Our next question is from Mark, and he and his wife have started having some serious discussions about what they want to do in retirement. Mark has had to travel for work for years, so he wants some peace and quiet, and he wants to go fishing. But his wife stayed home to raise their two boys. She's been telling all her friends about all the places that they're going to go once they retire, so they have some different ideas here. Mark says he's done traveling for good, but doesn't know how to tell her. So now what? So how do we uh, how do we make everybody happy here, Philip? This is a tough situation. I didn't know that I was going into the marriage counseling. This kind of where you are sometimes, right? Oh gosh, it, it is, and and I, and I I can understand both sides. Um, and so I I think that there needs to be a discussion, right? We need to sit down and and have that discussion about what we expect, and so maybe. It's it's not all or nothing, right? So maybe we we travel together once a year, mm-hmm. and and maybe the rest of the time, you know, she goes ahead and kind of sets up some of the things she wants to do, and he can stay at home and golf or piddle in the yard or whatever he's wants to do in retirement. And who knows, you know, a couple of years of doing that, and and he may get on that train of, okay, I'm ready to travel again and right. do some other stuff, right? But, yeah, I think it's having that conversation of of um, what can we do together and then what, what do we need to not do together? Uh, let's do one more question here. This last one comes from Barb, another tough relationship situation. Barb says, my mother just died and now I feel like all our family does is argue over what to do with her house and who will be in charge of what. My siblings and I are in our 60s, but it feels like we're kids again. I don't know if you can help us with our arguments, but can you please just tell people why it's so important to take care of these decisions ahead of time? Gosh, that's a tough, (laughs) tough thing to be in. But she's right. We got to take care of this stuff ahead of time, right? We do. And so so there's a couple things here, right? So if mom died without a will, that's a problem, right? And so courts are really going to be in charge of how things are then divided up. Mm -hmm. Um, If mom died with a will, the will is going to specify the things she's asking about. Who's in charge? Well, the will is going to say who's in charge. The will is going to say, here's how everything gets divided. Um, So not having that in place can be problematic for the family. And so you don't want to put your family in that situation. You want to at least have a will in place. You want to at least have a power of attorney in place so that somebody can take care of you if you can't take care of yourself. Um, you know, if you're, if you have enough assets and you're in a position, maybe you need a trust. I I don't know without looking at your situation, not everybody needs a trust. More people have a trust and really need one from what I've seen, but there are advantages to having a trust. There could be some advantages of not having a trust Hmm. depending on, on your circumstances. And so that's one of those things that is very dependent upon where you're at and what you're trying to accomplish. You're in a in a rough spot here because uh, you got siblings all scrabbling over stuff, and 
and that's not good. You know, mom died and, and now we're fighting over everything. Um, so it's better folks. Listen, if you don't have a will in place or you haven't attached beneficiaries to your assets, you know, that's why they create TOD transfer on death or POD pay on death so that you can, you can don't have to worry about this kind of stuff. It's taken care of. You've done it ahead of time. So those are some areas I think that, that you could look at. Obviously it's too late for you, but, uh, but a heads up to folks out there that, Hey, take care of your stuff now so that your kids don't fight over it later. Right. That's not what you want to have happen. Um, You know, and and again, I'm not an attorney, but you need to have a relationship with an attorney that can help you set these things up properly um, and to make sure that that your final wishes are carried out the way you want them to be. Because who wants their kids fighting over stuff? Nobody does. Yeah. But they're doing it. it. That's right. And they're doing it because you didn't take action to prevent it. And so, you so, so, Philip, I think that the big message for a lot of people here is just get that planning done. So tell us how we can get in touch with somebody like you to get started on identifying what all the weak spots are and what's going on with our money, what's missing, and how do we get everything in place so we don't leave a mess for our kids? Absolutely, Jim. They can give us a call. I mean, it's something we do all the time for folks is, is walk them through that process. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. It's 863-285-3815. Or, Jim, they can go to my website, statlerfinancial.com. There's a link to my calendar right there. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. That's all the time we have for this week. But be sure to tune in again next time for more insights from Philip. We'll talk to you then. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.